Welcome to the Panine Halacha podcast. Zmanim, Chapter 4, Yom Atzmut, as well as Yom Yerushalayim and Yom Azikaron. Full chapter review. There is a mitzvah obligation to praise and thank God every year on the holiday of Yom Atzmut, which commemorates the declaration of the state of Israel. Why? Some background. There is a mitzvah in the Torah to do yishuv ha'aretz, to settle the land of Israel. This mitzvah primarily falls upon the Jewish people collectively, commanding us to be in political control of the land and to build it and develop it. On May 14, 1948, that is, Hey Iyar, Chet, the Jewish people again began to fulfill this mitzvah when they announced a sovereign Jewish state in the land of Israel. The mass return of Jews to the land of Israel in the 20th century and the blossoming of the land are both clear signs that the biblical redemption for which we have longed is finally beginning. This redemption is not quick and painless, nor is it yet complete, but we are living in a remarkable new era of Jewish history that God has gifted us. The declaration of the state and the continued thriving of the state are major steps in this redemption. The state of Israel has brought about many literal salvations for the Jewish people. Refugees from the Holocaust found a home. Jews threatened abroad have a refuge. The Jewish people have a well-organized and effective defensive army. And spiritual vibrancy and Jewish identity are running strong, even amongst those who might otherwise, particularly in the diaspora, choose to assimilate. These literal salvations, and the beginning of the redemption, and the ability to fulfill the mitzvah of Yeshuv Aretz, all hinge on the state of Israel and on the moment of its founding on May 14, 1948. There is a narrative passage in the Talmud, known as the Three O's story, in which the Jewish people swear to not forcibly rise up and return to the land of Israel. But this passage should not be misread to belittle or discourage the state of Israel. As such, since May 14, 1948 stands as a day on which we were delivered from distress in so many ways, there is clearly a mitzvah from the Torah to praise and thank God year after year on the anniversary of that date, namely, on the holiday we call Yom Ha'atzmut. Indeed, there is a mitzvah to say Hallel on this day of Yom Ha'atzmut, and it would be a great spiritual misstep to have experienced all these miracles and then choose to not praise God for it. Some important halachic authorities rule that Hallel on Yom Ha'atzmut should be said without a bracha, and this was also the original view of the chief rabbinate. However, the Panini Halacha makes very clear that it should be said with a bracha. This question, halal with or without a bracha, touches on many fascinating halachic, political, and sociological questions, and you are encouraged to dive into episode 4.7f for more. It is unclear whether one should say the Shechianu blessing on Yom Atzmut, and it is therefore best to wear something new on that day, so that the opportunity to say the blessing becomes unequivocal. 
One should not say Hallel on Yom Ha'atzmut night. Hallel at night is unique to Pesach. In theory, Yom Ha'atzmut should be celebrated on Hey Iyar every year. But to avoid public desecration of Shabbos, the official date for marking Yom Ha'atzmut is often moved towards the middle of the week. Most years, this means that Yom Ha'atzmut is a day or two before or after Hey Iyar. This adjustment follows a long-standing halachic practice of slightly tweaking our holidays so as to protect Shabbos observance. There is also a mitzvah obligation to celebrate and thank God on Yom Yerushalayim, the 27th of Iyar. This day commemorates the revealed, manifest miracle that was the victory in the Six-Day War, as well as the liberation of Jerusalem and the Temple Mount. As with Yom Ha'atzma'ut, Hallel must be said on this day too, again with a bracha. Both Yom Ha'atzma'ut and Yom Yerushalayim occur during the Omer, when customs of mourning would otherwise be in effect. On Yom Ha'atzma'ut, which occurs when the customs are still widely observed, one can do, even should do, any joyful activity that is directly part of celebrating the special day. This could include having a haircut, shaving, enjoying live music, and dancing. But it would not include getting married. On Yom Yerushalayim, which occurs during a more lenient part of the Omer, the customs of mourning are entirely lifted for the day, and one can even get married on Yom Yerushalayim. What about Yom HaZikaron, the National Memorial Day for fallen Israeli soldiers? This holiday does not fit into traditional Jewish frameworks. Additionally, the spirit of the holiday has been corrupted by many and turned into a day of nihilistic and unredeemed sorrow. That said, this secular holiday can be tolerated. Indeed, it is a great mitzvah to use this holiday to focus on the Torah values of self-sacrifice, of glorifying God's name, and of settling the land, all of which the fallen soldiers teach us. Either way, one must certainly stand during the siren, even if this requires interrupting their Torah study. What about Yom HaShoah, the National Memorial Day for Martyrs of the Holocaust? This holiday was improperly established during the month of Nisan, a month during which public mourning is forbidden. As such, the chief rabbinate opposed it. If the holiday must happen, the focus should not be on mourning, since it is the month of Nisan, but rather on the positive value of rebuilding the Jewish population through marriage and rearing children. Either way, one must still stand during the siren, even if this requires them to interrupt their Torah study. Hopefully, in time, rabbinic leaders will determine how we should properly mourn and commemorate the horrors of the Holocaust. With that, we have completed Tzmanim, Chapter 4, Yom Ha'atzmut, as well as Yom Yerushalayim and Yom Hazikaron. The Panine Halacha podcast provides English audio of Panine Halacha, an exceptional work of halacha by Rav Eliezer Melamed Shlita. The English translation was overseen by Ellie Fisher and Corin Publishers. These texts are available for free online, and beautiful printed volumes are available for purchase. 
The summaries and reflections are from me, Ben Greenfield, rabbi of the Greenpoint Shoal in New York City. I occasionally make subtle changes to the original translation, often for clarity, sometimes by mistake.